and welcome to another episode of All That Film. We got a twofer here uh, for this week's episode with both reviews for One Night in Miami and WandaVision. Uh, we're going to be doing WandaVision first. Uh, and we're joined by the normal group here. Uh, and just a heads up for One Night in Miami, maybe stick around if you want to hear a little bit of our awards preview. It's going to start happening with some of these uh, movie releases because inherently this is when, uh, because everything shifted, Best Picture movies are going to come out. But we're joined by the normal group. Um, I'm your host, Hey, and we're joined by Todd and Lindsay. But also we have first-time guest, Kizit. Welcome. Oh, I am here. Yay, Welcome. Woohoo! And here to talk about WandaVision um, because we're all excited uh, because of that. So, Kizit, I'll actually let you go first. What did you think of the first two episodes? Did you so, did you enjoy them? I thoroughly enjoyed the first two episodes. I it's it's hard to tell like what you think of an entire show just off the first two episodes, but um, from what I've seen, it's nothing like we've ever seen from the MCU before, or just kind of superhero stuff in general so yeah that it definitely intrigued me and i'm i'm excited to see where they go with it nice yeah uh just to build a little bit off that um the only thing i'm the only thing i could say because i i really enjoyed this um but the only thing i'm a little bit disappointed almost about is and i know i know this is the way marketing works at this point but imagine if they just dropped one division and everybody had been talking about it and been being like, oh, well, I don't want to see a show with Scarlet Witch and Vision. Who cares about that? Because right. people would think it would just a random action show. And then it was this. It would be like, oh, my. Even more so, like, oh, my God, this is nothing like we've ever seen. Um, right. But, but with that said, the execution is great. Uh, I love how this is not a parody of uh, comedic shows from, from the past. Uh, like, Dick Van Dyke's. Um, it's more like a celebration of them, as exactly. well as being like interweaved, uh, which is really, really interesting of a concept. Um, I I do worry because because you mentioned this, Kizit. This is one of those shows where I almost like I, I'm very high on this right now uh, from right, right. from the from the two pilots. But this is one of those where it's very dangerous of not sticking the landing. Um, yeah, right. I do trust them uh, for now, and and yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. Two two thumbs up for me. Um, Todd, what do you what do you think about this show? Well, so far I'm in love with it. Uh, so far, because the, I there's little clues that the show is going to transform and become all sorts of things over the period of the the season. Uh, so I don't know yet for sure, but. The show had me really like a couple seconds in, to be honest, just with the the campy style and, of acting and just the little interactions of them in the kitchen just make me laugh. I really love Paul Bettany uh, uh, a lot. I think he's great. And I enjoy uh, the work of um, Elizabeth Olsen, right? Huh? Yeah, that's Am I saying the wrong Yeah, that's okay, yes, okay, Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, really like her work too, but one of my favorite actually character actors is in this her name is Catherine Hahn she plays the neighbor and oh. she is freaking great I love her in it as well so the premises are really cool we've never seen anything like this with action uh, action stars really or even like 
anything. Like the closest comparison I can think to is like when they put Arnold Schwarzenegger in something like Kindergarten Cop and they put him in like with kids and stuff like that. <laughs> That's and an amazing movie. Yeah, yeah. And but you know, like how it was it, you know, it was this strange juxtaposition of this like hardcore action star and like a kid, you know, thing. Um or, or you know, jingle all the way. It, other than that, it's like that kind of jarring to see these two people who you've just seen going through all these great action scenes in the other Marvel movies, all of a sudden just acting like a, you know, a simple 1950s domestic couple. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to build a little bit off of what, and I'm glad you mentioned it because I actually, that's one of the omissions I forgot. Um, both Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany um, for the majority of the MCU, Paul Bettany gets a little bit in, in uh, age of Ultron, but they really aren't asked to do that much, and they're really mm -hmm. capable actors. So it's great to yeah. see them be able to act. Um, yeah. <laughs> as this funny is as that kind sounds. of the only time I've ever cared about these characters because I've just never been invested Same. in the MCU. Yeah. Of them in the I, MCU, I mean. Yeah. When they kept doing the Infinity, and I, I feel bad because I, I do love Infinity War, and like it's probably my favorite MCU film, but the whole like, we gotta save Vision. I'm like, I don't really care about Vision. Um, <laughs> oh my this God. Is, this is adding to the character even even more so, even if it's um, a little bit maybe um, not actually happening, if that makes sense. But yeah, both of them are tremendous. Lindsay, what, what are your thoughts? Just more uh, general, just building off that. <laughs> I really like it so far. Um, I was kind of not super into the first episode. Like, I, I wasn't not into it, but I was just like, um, sitcoms aren't really my favorite thing ever. Um, and it was very sitcom-y, <laughs> um, obviously. But then yeah, the second episode got so yeah. much weirder that I was like, oh, okay, I can, I can see where they're bringing this. And I'm really excited to see where it goes because i have so, no idea where it's gonna go from here but i love all the creepy elements that like sneak in like the dinner scene in the first episode that's when i was like oh okay i can see this being a thing that i like i i forget who it was i forget if i saw it in film club or where but some people were calling that that dinner sequence lynchian and i was like wow that is really cool that it even if it doesn't necessarily get to like some of the heights of what the weird surreal nightmare things David Lynch has done. Just the fact that it's in the same discussion or same sentence, mm -hmm. like it is interesting that they're, that they're at least trying something. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Do you think we're getting uh, a WandaVision, the office episode at some point? Oh, yeah. I, they're going through everything. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure we're getting one. Oh, wow. Cause it is supposed <laughs> to change like sitcom styles for every decade. Right. Yeah, like the yeah, first I'm movie hoping movie we get the, the 60s. We get the young Sheldon no. <laughs> episode. <laughs> I hope she explodes um, young Sheldon with her powers. It goes from Sheldon <laughs> into young Sheldon. <laughs> so, so I mentioned this uh, to Todd and, and Kizit before that I have a little bit of a discussion question about WandaVision in particular. Um, obviously, time will tell on this one, but Lindsay, I'm actually going to ask you first um, a little bit of a, a toughie. If you would rather choose just on the two episodes you have seen, which is a crazy ask, but from this point on, Marvel either does movies or shows, which one would you pick? Oh my God. 
Um, I don't know. It's hard because there's only been two episodes of a Marvel show. Well, I guess in the MCU. They've done other shows before that aren't part of the MCU. Lindsay, were you not an adopter of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Come on! I was not. <laughs> the only other Marvel show I've actually seen is the first season of Jessica Jones. Um, I never watched Daredevil. I didn't watch Daredevil either. I, I think I'm going to say movies, even though I think they can do cool things with TV shows. I just, I like movies more. Yeah, gotcha. But I'm excited um, that they're doing both, honestly. Yeah. Is it, would you be in the same boat? Just curious. Um, so yeah, it is a hard question because they're, they do the movie so well and they can for sure continue what they're doing, uh, really good with just with doing movies and not messing with TV shows. But again, like just thinking about them doing a, a Spider-Man show, like that would just be awesome. In my opinion, I think that character worked really well, just like for TV, but, um, although like stuff like that seems really promising. I'd have to go with uh, movies still, just because of the the lack of episodes that we've we've had so far. Yeah, so I'll actually be in. We'll see if if Todd is in a similar boat as me. I'll actually have to disagree with both of you, um, but of course, respectfully disagree. Um, for whatever reason, like I'm, I was cool with them ending after Infinity War. Um, so from the movie department, like I, obviously, I'm still cool at this point. Like everything else is just dessert. You know, I've had the four course meal of the Infinity Saga and it's like, hey, if you want to make a, a Black <clears throat> Widow movie, not the most excited for it, but I'll see it. Oh, hey, if you want to get Chloe Zhao to direct uh, Eternals, uh, not, I'm interested. I'm definitely interested on the cast. I've been, I'm just really intrigued what they're trying to do with their series. And I think because of that, Look, maybe maybe when we get like Hawkeye series, I'm like, okay, yikes, I was wrong. Um, but <laughs> but for now, like I, I am intrigued what they're doing with uh, this Marvel and and She Hulk and Moon Knight even, and I think they're really investing their their resources into that. So I, I would actually go with TV shows, but it's it's super close because like both of y'all mentioned, they they really do know how to make movies, and maybe it's just been a while since I've, you know, sat down and, and watched a movie in the theater. Um, but Todd, where, where would you side on this argument? So I'm, I'm pretty much torn between the two options, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with TV and here's why. Uh, I'm starting to think that TV can just do more batshit crazy stuff than you can do with like the regular Marvel <laughs> movies. Uh, and that to me is the biggest selling point. If you're talking about like small mini series sort of shows, when I left Spider-Man far from home, I kind of had this like wonderful vision, you know, and it was just kind of like, Oh, I see what the future is. Spider-Man's in charge. They're all doing just fine. The Avengers keep winning. Yay. I was happy though. Like to me, that was oh. the end of like uh, a whole like saga. And I was, I was yeah. actually completely, I was okay with it. And, uh, but so I'm still going to watch the movies too. I'm excited for the movies, but it seems like TV can just do such weird stuff that I wouldn't mind if it went through like a five year period where all we got was like little 10 episode glimpses of different things that were going on like i would i would love that so i'll say tv just to be fun 
<laughs> I think gotcha. there is a lot wow. of cool stuff they can do with TV, but I think that's why it's cool that they're just doing both because then you still get mm-hmm. the movies, but then some stories right. do just work better in a TV format. So sure, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I second that. That's for sure. I mean, the the actual correct answer here is, hey, we get both things and <laughs> we get everything. Um, but I, I was just curious. Um, with that said, uh, Kizit, we're going to go over one night in Miami uh, if right. you want to skedaddle. So thank you again so much. Uh, and make sure to check out Kizit on YouTube, everybody. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, moving on to Regina King's directorial debut one night in miami uh which premiered on amazon prime this weekend uh, it's been hitting festival circuits but this is its quote-unquote wide release um which is cool that again we're seeing uh some of these best picture movies at least people can see them pretty readily um this is a hodgepodge of great uh icons uh muhammad ali malcolm x sam cook and jim brown um Tremendous actors that we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, but, Todd, I will let you go first. What did you think of this movie? So, I liked One Night in Miami. It actually grows on me a little bit, like, the more I think about it. Um, it's uh, it's a good, solid show, or, sorry, film that I think is paced pretty well throughout and is a complete just actor's showcase. It's wonderful. Uh, it The performances are fantastic. We'll probably get into them a little bit, but I'm specifically obsessed with Kingsley Benadier as Malcolm X and with Leslie Odom Jr. as Sam Cooke, although all four are great. Um, and it's a good directorial debut by Regina King. I'm not, I know we'll talk about maybe awards a little bit. I'm, I'm not in the camp that thinks this is one of the five best director jobs of the year, but it wouldn't bother me at all. Uh, you know what I mean? In, in some ways as well, uh, because you know, the Oscars, it's just the Oscars. Uh, so (laughs) like, (laughs) uh, but, and and I I would love to see her get recognition because I love her. Um, but overall I thought this was a really good movie. A lot of times I hate historical fiction because I, as a teacher, I think I just cringe at the idea of people going like, Oh yeah, that actually happened. But for historical fiction, uh, it's good. I like it. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, Lindsay, do you do you want to add anything? What did what did you think <laughs> of of this this movie, this film? Yeah, I have really similar thoughts. Actually, I pretty much agree with everything Todd Todd just said. Um, it's not the kind of movie that I normally love. Like, you know, like. Oh my god, adapted from a play, historical event. Like, I just normally don't love those kind of movies. Um, but this one was pretty solid for the kind of movie that it is. Um, I really liked the acting. I was engaged the whole time. Um, I was kind of annoyed because my friend watching it with me was just like, I'm bored, I'm bored. And I was like, can we just finish watching the movie? <laughs> like, <No. laughs> can you? So I was like, I think I was liking it more just because they were being so annoying and not giving it a chance. Um... But I thought the acting was amazing. I agree that the directing wasn't like phenomenal, but it wasn't like bad. It was it was just like it was good. So if she gets nominated, I'll be like, good for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, what's you know what's interesting that directing gets nominated. That's all the, the time, one I was so going to mention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I 
I think. And I mean, I if Aaron Sorkin is the, in the conversation, the I don't see why she can't be. On this podcast <laughs> that likes uh, Trial of Chicago Seven a whole lot, um, but even I can admit, hey, the direction's not the best. Um, which he's he's being predicted in the top five, um, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I, I pretty much agree, um, with what y'all are saying. So this is, is. going to be, uh, echo chamber, but for the <laughs> most part, I, I haven't really seen, um, out of all the movies that, you know, people have kind of thrown out controversial takes and, and maybe it's just because this has only been released for the weekend. Most people are pretty positive on this, even if they're not that high, there's no like, oh, F this movie. Like it's a pretty light and enjoyable film. Um, just I don't I don't know how to explain it, but it makes historical fiction fun, and there's a lot. So I, what I would actually compare this to, and just to stress this again, because you're gonna hear this and you're gonna be like, "Oh, how dare you!" Hey, um, I actually compare this a whole lot to Green Book, and the reason I say that is because Green Book, aside from the terrible, terrible outside stuff what the film is on the outside and the people that made it and how they handled the press release and every interview and Vigo Martinson saying the N word in <laughs> his junket. Um, all that stuff aside, I think green book actually is a kind of enjoyable film, at least in my eyes. And the thing I always said about green book is, well, it's not going to win best picture. So who like, I'm not going to worry too much about that. And then it won best picture. Um, and there's a lot of reasons where Green Book just feels like a slap in the face to that historical context a whole lot, either with the cop scene at the very end or how when they won Best Picture, they didn't thank the artist that it was based on. And this, I think, A, because it's based, like the screenwriter who did this is the one who wrote the play and that Regina King obviously has affinity for all four of these men it very much shows in this in comparison to green book. And it, it's a minor thing that th this is a more of a labor of love than some of the, that someone wanted to make a story about some random driver. Um, but um, yeah, I, I just, I think I walk away. You, you mentioned this Todd, that it, it, it grows on me um, because uh, as opposite of green book, I can be like, Oh, Hey, like, all of these actors got their chance to really like show off. Um, specifically, I actually really liked um, Eli uh, Gore, uh, Gore with two E's, um, who's portraying Cassius Clay. I thought he was great. Um, with that said, um, I said it stupidly in a chat um, that I didn't understand why Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, was being pushed more. Uh, for supporting, and that was before the last 20 minutes of this film happened. Uh, and let me tell you, once you watch the next 20 minutes, it makes complete sense. Because um, I don't, I don't think the other three could act like that, if that makes sense, because of who he is as an actor. Um, with that said, the other thing I wanted to mention real quick, um, and I've already, you know, messaged y'all about this in film club and other places. Um, but what a year for Kent Powers, um, writer and co-director for Soul, and he uh, screenplay wrote the screenplay, adapted it from his uh, stage play. Um, but we could be looking, and this is 
a part of the award stuff that I wanted to get to. We could be looking at a double nomination in adapted and original, which I, I don't know if that's ever happened before. It's a hard thing to look up. Yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it, good for someone to have a great 2020, you know? No. That's really <laughs> cool, though. Um, but so so just curious, um, who who would y'all have pushed for <laughs> actor and supporting for this film? Just out of curiosity, like not not going with who they chose. Um Yeah, I do too. I think I do as well. Um I think I knew who they chose. And Adir is given more Kingsley Benadir obviously because and Leslie Odom Jr. Malcolm X. Um he's given more uh, acting to do. Um, and I, again, all four of them are great. This is one of those where I kind of wish the Oscars had a best ensemble. Um, cause it's not, I don't know. Cause they don't actually celebrate movies. <laughs> yeah, I'll, say, don't they? I'll say something. I'll say something pretty dramatic about, uh, Exactly. They're no Kingsley Ben Mathis, right? That's his name. Um, I can't pull it up right now, but yeah, I think his performance. If you really or kids, sorry, Kinsley uh, Benadir. Um, yeah, my bad. Uh, when you see him perform, if you look at uh, Malcolm X, Kinsley the movie Benadir, with yeah. uh, Denzel Washington, and then you look at how Malcolm X behaved like if you go back and look at like real tapes is like mannerisms what he does i actually think kinsley benadir does a better malcolm x uh and that's like high praise for me because i i really do like denzel washington i think both performances are great denzel's is more oh, wow. intense and kind of gets caught up in the momentum of that film so i think they're both appropriate for what they do in the films but if you look at those tapes, he reminds me more of Malcolm X. Like, I mm -hmm. think it's a better, the quality of playing someone that's imitative, I think his imitation of Malcolm X is better. And I think the acting is amazing as well, like all, all the things he performs. So I just wanted to really compliment him. I, I like him a lot in this movie. I think he's great. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. just, to, just to add to that a little bit, um, this is actually something someone, because I, I haven't seen the, the Malcolm X or uh, oh, yeah. Ali, um, and just to add even more context to that, there's this reviewer, uh, Colby Mack, that I was I was listening to, because he, he really loves this film a whole lot. Um, and he was talking about, he's like, I mean, you have to remember, like, Will Smith is my Muhammad Ali. Like, Denzel is, like, my Malcolm X, like, in terms yeah. of acting. And, and that is, that wasn't necessarily, like, something I, because I haven't seen both those two films, that wasn't necessarily something I was thinking about contextually, but he's like, yeah, this film really like makes it immediately makes you believe like all four of these people encapsulate like those performances so well to make you, to make it believable, even though like, obviously again, that's what good actors do. Like even Tom Hanks to a certain extent, like, because I know it's Tom Hanks, there's a level where I'm like, that's not Mr. Rogers. Like, I, I don't care how much, makeup you put on Tom Hanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all, all four of them do an incredible job at that. Yeah. Um, and what I was going to ask y'all, um, if you had to predict one win for this, what would it be? Because I would, I would be under the assumption it has the best chance. And 
I I still think it's going to win. I think it's going to win adapted screenplay. It supporting actor is really interesting. I was going to say screenplay or supporting actor, maybe. Yeah. For okay. Yeah. No, it's locked for that. Oh, actually, best original, <laughs> best not, original song. I I'm think not good at really predicting good who actually wins, but to me. The strongest case yeah. for me relative to to the packs looking at like the awards, to me Leslie Odom Jr. has the strongest case to win an award uh, at supporting actor in terms of the major ones. I think original screenplay as well, or sorry, adapted screenplay is definitely a possibility. Yeah, I I am curious because I know. Mm -hmm. I think adapted yeah. screenplay has like a lot of competition this year, so that's why I'm a little hesitant to like say my one my true has a good my chance. true prediction is that this like will win nothing. But and a bunch I of hope that you know what I mean. Like the the one I would be buzz. rooting for is Leslie Odom Jr. But doesn't he win best song? He would get an Oscar for that too, right? Has any that's an interesting. Anybody ever won best song and best a uh, best yes. actor award? At the same one, yeah, um, uh, probably probably never. But I wonder if that's even happened over a career before. I'm actually I'm wondering if that's happened because that that would have been the case for Lady Gaga and her performance and song, but she didn't end up winning, right? That was Olivia Coleman, yeah. thankfully. <laughs> uh, she didn't maintain that. No, she didn't. Olivia Coleman. <laughs> yeah, that was a wild year. Uh, those like, are always fun. I, I am curious, and, um, and I guess you guys are kind of this a little bit. <laughs> Do you think this is a year where we're gonna get like them spreading out awards and nominations, or is it gonna be the typical like this? Like Nomadland gets ten nominees, Mank gets eight, Minari gets you know six. Mm -hmm. It's so hard because I feel like there's just not as many movies competing this year as normal. So I think that's kind of why we're going to see that where it's like kind of a lot of the same movies getting nominated. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be super scattered. I think it'll be a, a surprisingly kind of average year in terms of how clustered it is and everything. Yeah, that is that is a little bit of my worry. Do you, do you want me to run through a couple people that I, I was just looking at it the other day because yeah. we're we're posting a, a little bit of articles um, on the on that film website. Plug for that, I guess. Um, but I was just thinking about all the actors that like could be well, actors and directors that could be nominated for the first time, and it's a long list. Um, yeah. Like even just for director, if Regina King is nominated, uh, well, this is assuming the other two get nominated, but it could be Chloe Zhao, Leah Isaac Chung, and Re Regina King. Who have not been um, obviously Regina King, first time director, um, but like those would be three like new nominations, which would be again like a lot of movies. I preface this obviously, but a lot of movies did get moved. But oh, it's kind of really cool to be like, hey, this person's mm -hmm. never been nominated. Regina King's first movie, and she could be nominated. You know, like it's it's cool times. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I'm trying yeah, to think of other really cool. uh, categories that maybe this would be nominated Definitely. for, and nothing's coming to mind. So just just be 
be on the lookout for uh, a couple more reviews. Um, there is some uh, old predictions we'll have uh, for Oscars coming up soon. Uh, and other than that, I think coming up, we're going to try to do something on Denzel in preparation for the little things um, because Lindsay vetoed uh, Rami Malek or Jared Leto's filmography. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I'm just... <laughs> Joking. Uh, <laughs> Did I? Oh, I, I, you want to talk about? I was, his... was going to say I'll talk about Rami Malek. I don't want to talk about Jared Leto. I do veto that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's do I, it. I think I gave it like a. I actually six... kind of the like. The thing is, if you put recipe, Queen music in a movie, like I'm gonna enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I feel. That's why I feel. Again, this is the exactly. opposite. Both Green Book and Bohemian Rhapsody. Exactly. You you worded it well. Like those are the dark secrets that, like, when people are like, "Oh yeah, Green Book sucks," and I'm like, "For what it stands for, yes, but the movie itself is fine." Um, and obviously, like, I hide that away. I'm like, "Don't tell the public." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, legitimately happy when he won Best Actor for Baby and Rhapsody. I was like, good for him. I really like him. And then online, everyone was like, Whoa, yeah, I'm just the king of peer pressure. And I was like, oh, me too. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> can, can I throw out? So I was gonna start doing. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Let's argue on movie opinions, just because I kept seeing like just Twitter takes that I would vehemently disagree with. Um, one of them specifically that got like a lot of uh, coverage in the film Twitter circles um, was that the Joker was the next Bohemian Rhapsody. And I was like, these aren't related at all. Um, but so many people were like, oh, well, it's a, it's a bad director, a great performance that's holding it up, and no one likes it. Me. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, My old Exactly. I liked Bohemian Rhapsody until it got nominated for you Best Picture, and then I was like, "Whoa, movies. that's too much for me." And then, and then I, and then I turned a little bit, and I, I, I kind of was like, "It's not that good." So I felt by like default, that like I hated it, even though I yeah. still give it three stars. Like Queen music, yeah, and he he did a good job. I was fine with him winning. Yeah. Well, also, like. Yeah, so the <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair. Well, okay. I don't think it was like best So here's worthy. here's my question. Uh, I guess just Especially winning we're, best we're editing doing kind of hilarious. 5 minutes on Bohemian Talk. Um, <laughs> the an editor brought this up. I forget what I was listening to. And he was talking about yes. how and I don't know how this works uh, uh, in the editors guild or whatever. Apparently so many people were like the editors for this movie weren't given a movie. Like <laughs> they were just given random scenes and they're like, hey, make it work. Like <laughs> so, like, from that perspective, I assume this might have been a whole make lot a worse. And obviously it. the conversation scene <laughs> is terrible, <laughs> but that may have been the best option that they could go with.
I also saw a video, sorry to keep talking about Bohemian Rhapsody, but I also saw a video explaining that, like, four-year consideration videos are sent out for awards like Best Editing, and they send, like, specific mm-hmm. clips. And yeah. the clip that they sent was um, the Live Aid video, at the, <laughs> like, the Live Aid clip at the end for Best Editing. That's so a lot of people just watch that and they're like, I yeah, didn't that's know good. that. That's... Um, <laughs> then, like... Don't look. There's, there's definitely one of like <laughs> Sorkin. <laughs> Sorkin could definitely win, which it, it does have like good editing. And Sorkin didn't do it, but really uh, if they just send the intro clip to Trial of Chicago Seven, people are like, "Wow, this editing is pretty cool." <laughs> that's that's <laughs> so funny. I didn't that's know that. Solid. I yeah. will say that I'll that final that scene, like, the Live Aid really scene, I saw that in IMAX, <laughs> or the, yeah, IMAX uh, theater, and that was, and I was sitting in, like, towards the front row. That was amazing. So I see why people who saw that were just like, yeah, sure, let's give it to them. I'm a boomer, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, that. I think that's like what queen. it, yeah, I, I feel like that's what it felt like, is, like, everybody I talked to just kind of, like, liked it. And then everybody was like surprised that it won. Like it's the film my dad really liked. I don't know. It was yeah. Anyway. Put that on the put that on the cover. <laughs> it's the <laughs> film my dad likes. Yeah. It's the film you talk I, to your dad I, about. My mom loves that movie. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> my mom likes it so, more than Rocket Man. Lindsay, um, just just for the audience know, at home, had, for whatever reason they're listening. Time. Uh, eight minutes into the Bohemian Rhapsody talk. Um, can you, no, no, this is great. Um, can you explain to them what the Terrans are? Because we might we might cover this. Look, look, I'm look. So look. Sorry. People, we've heard the outrage for the Oscars and the Golden Globes. Let me tell you, Lindsay has this award ceremony that is unlike any other. That is, that is the most brilliant award ceremony. And uh, Lindsay, tell me, uh, what it's named af- after, and of course, what it stands for. The best award ceremony, I think. It's only had one year, but it's looking good for the second year, I think. But basically, in our film club, we have our own awards that are basically yes. like the Oscars, but better of in course. every way. And they are called the Terrans, named after, you know, Taron Edgerton, our god. And um, we have, I think, most of the Oscar categories, except for some of the short categories. But then we also added a lot of, like, good ones, because the Oscars suck, and they don't nominate things like stunt coordination. And we're, we're looking forward to see who, stuff like who that. takes all so the, Terrans. the Terrans. Look, last year, I'm not going to lie. That's why we're better. For yeah, for example, I so think that's, I think Birds of Prey has a very good yeah, chance I, I of getting nominated for Terrence, um, but it has zero chance of an Oscar. Article that I'm eventually so that's why up. the Terrence and one of the ones great. like for films that I think will not be nominated that I want to be, I I seriously do not understand. Like okay, just backing up for a little bit. Obviously, like I I would nominate Kathy Yan and Margot Robbie for director and acting. And I'd probably throw them for best cast, whatever. Just throwing that out because obviously, hey, I'm a little biased. It's not a best picture movie. I understand that. But with that said, how is this not leading the charge for like production design or costuming or 
I just don't understand why every costuming and in, in production is like, hey, here's a period piece that we've seen 5,000 times. I know. <sighs> It's insane Gosh. that something like Mulan or Wonder Woman is in consideration yeah. for costume design, but Birds what is, of Prey is not. So what is that like, about, then? The Birds of Prey costumes are so good. I don't know. The fact it came out in February. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it bombed. It... I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Probably I mean, it's one of my... out in February, well, and... No, it's one of my... Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's one of my... It I mean, didn't make, I like, love a ton Birds of, of Prey. I'm, I'm on board with you. Uh, in I mean, terms Mulan of the nominations, too, another reason that getting... the uh, Terrans need to exist: two words, Joe Kiri. So, <laughs> from Spree, this is never Spree he, positive podcast. <laughs> Joe he's never going to get an Oscar yes. nod, but luckily, more sophisticated minds got together, and I think there's a chance they're going to acknowledge. <laughs> One of the most dynamic and wonderful performances of the year. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> I don't think, I will say, just if we're talking that about is, this, I've already, I've already kind of conceded. I think the cult of Vin Diesel will not be enough <laughs> to get nominated <laughs> for the Terrans. Um, I think if if Lindsay allowed for the Terrans to have like vetoes or anything, I don't you get like don't fifty bloodshot so. vetoes. Yes, because um, <laughs> everyone's a hater. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, Lindsay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna start the diesels. Are you worried? Oh no. <laughs> The rival diesels. No. Oh, my um, God. oh no. I am wondering because uh, obviously Taryn Edgerton usually gets nominated. Taryn doesn't have a movie this year. Are you, are you worried about that, Lindsay? <laughs> I am a little worried that he won't get nominated because he doesn't have a movie. Get an, oh. get a campaign that's, that's going. Really I, think. A I think we should preemptively nominate him for that Tetris movie that hasn't come out yet. I'll, st I'll start a campaign. And when I open the For Your Consideration Like just channel, a super aggressive campaign. Super hard for and see, see if you can will it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> or honestly, just... <laughs> I was just explaining the Terrans to my friend, too, and I was like, I told her that they were named after Taryn Edgerton, because she was like, why are they called that? I was, I was a little like, oh, upset so at the Terran for Ad Taren? Adam Driver. Like, no, he he's great, but, but I mean, it's year. the Terrans. Adam Come Driver on. so lame. <laughs> oh, man. Yikes. Yikes. Um, we should create so a career. We should just so you know. We should consider creating like some sort of career achievement award that we give mm -hmm. out in the second year, and I think we know who we should consider for that award. Oh, I'm, I'm intrigued. We, sh <laughs> we should do a career achievement award of some sort. Oh, should we actually do kind of fun stuff that you're seeing at the terrace? 
Okay, I can add that. Yeah, the Terrans are bigger than you ever remembered. Every time somebody asks me seen. if we can have a category, I just add it. So the Terrans <laughs> are going to be bigger this year. <laughs> exactly. We added animated short because yeah, I, I wanted a, to give a bad Margo feeling about Terrans, this. <laughs> but now I'm worried about our little Don Hurtsfeld giving it to him. Curse you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Those darn it's a beautiful day stands. They really are. They, they're so, like. You know who I'm voting for? I know. In that case. They, so I, gave, I didn't like that. I didn't like it such a beautiful day. Margo's I don't know right why. He hand. creeps me out. <laughs> I'll see. I. I didn't either. I don't like that movie at all. Yes. I thought it was going to be so this bad like, because those fans are philosophical so movie. And this it. is, and I like, guess, ah, a little spoilers for this movie. Like it is not that. Um, and I was very, I was no. almost immediately turned off by um, It's Such a Beautiful Day. Um, just, I, so I was going to mention the animated attorney. It was so funny. And maybe it was maybe it was the best of the decade because it was also in that one too. It only got like 40 votes like to get into the tourney. So I was like, oh well, obviously not that many people have seen it. But of the people that voted on it, like there's only people that love it. So oh man. Yeah, they Not on our really watch. love that movie. Well, we're going to make sure she gets a so nomination. Unfortunately, I think they're going to snatch that Terran right from Margot's hands. Um, so that's the Terrans, uh, and that's going to be the rest of this episode. Uh, oh, be on absolutely. the lookout. Maybe maybe we'll do some some Terran awards talk, Terran watch, um, for this upcoming year. Um, oh, my. We should record. We should record a live broadcast of the Terrans. <laughs> Where, we, <laughs> as they're be, as they're being announced, people can key in and listen to the commentary on the Terrans. <laughs> yeah, we, we can I we like, can maybe plan a live stream for that. Um, that would so, be a great <laughs> idea. Um, That'd be with fun. special guests, of course, Darren Edgerton will be will be in talks. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh nice. my god, I'll tweet him. Mm, Be like, hey. Yeah, you always throw that out. I have some clout on Twitter. Barack Obama follows me. <laughs> I'll DM Dang, him and see if he wants to get on this. It's because, bro, it's because he changed. He only was there for the Teen Wolf. He always leaves me on red, standing. though. <laughs> <laughs> no. Alright, well, that's the end of this episode. See y'all! I know. Bye. It's so true. That's so true. He follows me. <laughs> Bye.